Hey, thanks for joining me here today on the Mountain State Patriot Podcast. My name's Lee. I'm a born and raised West Virginian, and I'm proud to call the Mountain State my home. I'm also a proud conservative and patriot who believes in the Constitution, proud in our American heritage, and the good Lord above. In today's episode, there are four main points that I want to go over with you guys. And here they are. The first one, inform yourself. Research everything. Two, share news. Share news with everyone you know. We have a history or or a tendency to kind of look up things for ourselves and, and find out more information, but then we don't share it with others. It's really important, especially in today's times when it's so hard to come by true factual information that we share news with everyone. Three, get active. And there's so many different ways that we can do this. It's not just about running for office or going down to the Capitol, you know, speaking with any of the legislators. That's not the only way you can get active. Those are great ways to do it, but that's not it. There's a lot of other simpler ways that you can get really active in your communities. Four, work towards local impact. And that's a big one. Local impact is really how we're going to get the big impact achieved. So there you go. Those are the four main points we're going to be talking about today. So I'm going to jump into the inform yourself part. And the reason that this one kind of came up is because I got some mailers in the mail. And you guys probably get this too. I got one from the NRA saying there's, let me see, here it is. Um, it says, urge Senator Manchin to vote no on Chipman. And it's sort of a little mailer telling me that I need to get a hold of Joe Manchin and that I need to tell him not to vote for David Chipman and kind of why. And it gives me more information. And so, you know, that's great. I, I don't mind these mailers. It, it's especially now that I'm looking into everything and kind of researching information. I really don't mind getting them at all. I used to just throw them away and not even look at them. But we can't be like that anymore. You know, we have got to get involved. We have got to inform ourselves. And that's part of waking up. That's part of realizing that we can't give this job to someone else to do. They're not going to take care of our freedom the way that we're going to take care of it. And it's really our responsibility. It's our right and it's our responsibility. So I don't throw them away anymore. I look at all of them. I got another one that says, take action. Stop the Democrats from turning America into a corrupt, permanent, one-party socialist dictatorship. And it's telling me again to get in touch with Joe Manchin. And this one's specifically about the Senate filibuster. And it's just sort of a fact sheet. And it tells me to look up this information, contact Manchin, etc. And those weren't really too surprising to me because obviously they are more, um, I would say, most likely sent out by a Republican or conservative leaning group. However, I did get one large mailer that says the For the People Act, HR1, will force Congress to listen to our voices. And it's a big two sided mailer, has beautiful pictures of West Virginia on it, I will say. However, <laughs> um, when, you know, when I read it, and I'm already aware of, and you guys are already aware of what HR1 and S1, you know, turned into S1 at the Senate, we're already aware of that. That's what our last episode was on. We know we don't want the For the People Act because it is not going to improve our ability to vote, it is not going to improve our election system at all. In fact, it's going to do the exact opposite. So when I got this one in the mail, I was kind of like, I'm not really sure why this is coming to me, but okay. Looked into it, started reading it over. Noticed that it was sent out by two different organizations who, you know, went together to send out this mailer. One of them is called End Citizens United Action Fund, and the other is called Let America Vote Action Fund. So again, I am now awake. I am researching 
everything. I've been talking about that in every episode of the podcast. That is extremely important that we look into things, that we find out information for ourselves and we don't rely on others to tell us what to think. Because, you know, the episode on the media, we, we found out that the media, Mockingbird Media, they're not giving us the full story. This, oftentimes they're not even giving us anywhere near an accurate story. So I'm looking everything up and you guys should too. So I decided to do some research on these two organizations just to find out more. The End Citizens United Action Fund. First of all, if you just look at the name of that, I'm kind of like, wait a minute. End Citizens United. Why would we want to end Citizens United? I mean, that's kind of what we're working towards now. Conservatives are very much working to unite citizens, to unite West Virginians and Americans, to really to conserve and to make sure that our Constitution and our freedom is upheld. So anyway, that the name of the organization itself was a little iffy, but I decided I'm going to look into it. I'm not going to assume anything. So I looked into it, and basically what it is, it was designed and developed in response to an organization called Citizens United, which, of course, that sounds like a little bit more positive name. And the Citizens United organization was developed by and is um, ran by conservatives. And on their website, and I will put this information in the podcast notes so that you can look this organization up as well. But basically, Citizens United is a conservative 501c4 nonprofit organization, and it was founded in 1988. Their mission is stated as restoring the United States government to citizens' control through a combination of education, advocacy, and grassroots organization, seeking to reassert the traditional American values of limited government, freedom of enterprise, strong families, and national sovereignty and security. So it's a conservative political advocacy group organized under Section 501c4 of the Federal Tax Code, which means that if you give a donation to them, it's not tax deductible. And in their efforts, Citizens United creates documentaries, puts things like television commercials, web advertisements, lots of different things in order to try to get the word out about, you know, when something's going to be occurring that is going against their mission, they try to get the word out about that. There was a, a court case, and in this court case, Citizens United went up against the FEC, or the Federal Elections Commission, regarding one of their documentaries. Um, I believe it was called Hillary the Movie. And so this documentary was trying to get information out, and they are all fact-based documentaries. They were trying to get the word out about this documentary, and were getting some flack about it, and being told they couldn't advertise for it. So it ended up being a court case, and a Supreme Court case, and Citizens United won this Supreme Court case. And in that, it has impacted donations, especially from large organizations, for campaign finance. So basically, large organizations are still allowed to provide money for campaign finance. But that is because it's part of um, their First Amendment right to be able to say what they want to say and support who they want to support. Well, End Citizens United and Democrats in general were not very happy with this because they kind of, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, but they want do as I say, not as I do kind of government where they want to be able to accept all kinds of money from very wealthy people who have their same progressive ideas, but they don't want Republicans or conservatives to be able to do the same thing. So basically this End Citizens United is all about changing this Supreme Court ruling and 
basically supporting progressive ideas related to campaign finance. And if you look up in Citizens United online, it's got all kinds of information on their website about dark money and um, you know, how there's these wealthy donors are negatively impacting our elections and our freedom and democracy. And that's all well and good, except when I looked up End Citizens United on um, opensecrets.org, which is another website that I'll put up there. And again, this all just started from me getting a mailer in the mail and me looking it over and seeing that these two organizations were listed, and I started looking into these organizations just to find out more information. And I really truly started out with no knowledge at all of either of these organizations. But, you know, a little time on the internet can really help you find out a lot of information. And researching and finding out more in general about our country, about our history, about our government, about the struggles that we are going through as a, as a country at this moment helps you have a more broad understanding of all different types of concepts. Because for example, in Citizen United says that they really want to, um, you know, get rid of dark money in politics. But when I looked on opensecrets.org, kind of interestingly enough, George Soros is a contributor to End Citizens United. So you can't get any more dark money than that. And there was also lots of other, um, individual donors who were very closely tied to progressive-leaning corporations, such as United Airlines. And we kind of all know what's going on with the airlines now and how they are going woke, for lack of a better way to put it. So there's plenty of dark money feeding in Citizens United. And I find it kind of interesting they're saying they want to get rid of dark money and dark dark money campaign financing. But anyway, so basically, I wanted to share information about those mailers because I wanted you to see how just something simple like that, like getting something in the mail and just being aware of it and taking a few moments to look into it, to actually read over it, rather than just doing what I used to do, and I would assume what a lot of people used to do and maybe still do, just, okay, tossing it in the trash, not really giving it a second thought. Because, you know, that's how we got to this point. That's how we got to this situation where we are fighting for our freedom. And I do believe that God has this, that we are going to win, that our freedom is not going to be taken away. I, I just feel very strongly about that. But we didn't even have to get to this point. It didn't even have to get here. Our founding fathers fought and died. Uh, many people died in order to gain our freedom. And we have truly not been good stewards of that freedom. So inform yourself. Research everything. We've got to stop being lazy. We've got to be willing to look into stuff. Use Brave, that website that I talked about, or the search engine that I talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, you know, download Brave. Utilize that. You can search on Brave.com and you don't have to worry about being tracked by Google or any of the other search engines that track basically everything you do. And there's lots of ways for you to, to search and to become informed in a smart way. And there's also different social media apps now that, you know, I know social media is a hot mess out there. Um, Facebook's a mess. Instagram's a mess. Twitter's a mess. There's so much censorship going on. There's so much false information and misinformation being put out. So, you know, you have to be really careful. You have to have lots of really good discernment to utilize social media. But one place I've found that truly is just a goldmine for me personally is Telegram. It's a social media app not a super fancy one. It doesn't look all fancy like Facebook or some of the others. But basically, it's the one that I have found that I've been using for months now where I get most of my information. 
every single day there's just there's channels on telegram so you join tele or you basically download telegram you get on there you can private message people but again it's not fancy doesn't look super pretty but it's about the information to me it's i don't need it to look pretty and it's not censored there's not information on there that you know there's no big false information little notifications or warnings being put up you're not being banned you know people aren't getting banned off of telegram for sharing you know factual information so on telegram there are channels and you basically join the channel which just means you say you want to get notifications and you want to see what information is posted in that channel and there's a whole lot of really great channels out there that I've been following that I will definitely share with you in the show notes. And also, the Mountain State Patriot podcast has a Telegram channel. And in that channel, I post news stories that I see that I think are really interesting, especially related to West Virginia. And I can also post in there, once you join Telegram, if you find Mountain State Patriot channel on Telegram, I'll post a list of really great channels that you might want to follow. One of them is called um, We the Media. I would say everybody on Telegram needs to follow that one. We the media, which is truly just um, speaking to the fact that we are now the media, that we now have to be the ones to share information because we can't trust fake news. We can't trust our news media, our mainstream media to share truth any longer. We have to do it ourselves. So We The Media is a great channel that shares tons of information, tons of websites, tons of links, tons of articles and videos every day. And there's some other great ones as well. The Professor's Record, which is Professor David Clements out in New Mexico. Great, great patriot. Tons of great information. He's actually really helping to share information. He's hilarious too. He's, he's really funny. I enjoy getting on his Telegram channel and um, looking up in, in, at his post and looking up things he's sharing and just kind of reading his post. He makes it an enjoyable experience to get on here and find out more information. So with all of that being said, there's also some additional news type websites or um, platforms that you can get involved with or that you can subscribe to. These do cost. So Blaze Media is one and they have, it is a subscription um, program. You pay, I think it's like $9.99 a month, but you can get it cheaper than that. There's always deals going on that it's cheaper. But basically it's a platform for conservatives. It's information that is factual that is things that you're not going to hear on mainstream media about what's happening in our country and our world. And then OANN, One America News Network, is another one. It's one of the very few, if not the last source of actual factual reporting information. But again, it's not one of the mainstream media organizations. Um, You have to subscribe to it. It's nominal. It doesn't cost very much. So those are a couple other options and you can get online and, and basically watch those, stream those on online. So that kind of brings us to point number two. So number one, inform yourself and research everything. Number two, share news. When you research things, when you find out stuff, and the more informed you get, honestly, you just kind of start to take it for granted. That's what happened to me. I just started kind of taking it for granted that all of these things were happening in the nation and just kind of knowing what's going on. And I kind of forgot that not everyone else is doing that. That's very easy for us to forget that not everyone else is informed. So once you inform yourself, once you research, you're going to find out that other people aren't doing the same yet. They haven't woken up yet. They aren't aware of everything that's going on because either they're focusing only on watching and listening to mainstream media or because they've just disconnected totally. Um, you know, we all kind of, or many of us kind of did that. I, I 
definitely did that. I've talked about that. Kind of disconnected from what was going on and just sort of lived in our own little world. Well, some people are still doing that, but we can't afford to do that. We've got to get involved. We've got to get united. So I would say share news. I went to visit my sister and I was talking about, you know, a couple different things related to the audits that are going on, especially, specifically the one in Arizona. And my sister had no idea she did not realize that there was a full forensic audit going on. And I'm kind of thinking in my mind, like, how could you not know that's going on? Like, that's so huge. But if you're disconnected, if you're just kind of living your life and you're avoiding mainstream media and just doing your own thing, kind of like a lot of us did for a long time, you truly aren't aware. Where would you hear about this stuff? So that's why it's so important. Once you become informed, start sharing that with others. Talk to people, share it when you go out into your community, share it with your friends, share it with your family. I'm not saying that you have to put, make yourself uncomfortable and get out there with a megaphone on the sidewalk, but just having conversations with family and friends can really be a huge start. Or with someone in the community, if someone brings up a question or mentions something, or you hear someone talking about you know, something that you know is either not accurate or they just would benefit from hearing more about what's actually going on. Obviously, you know, you wanna do it in a respectful way, but share information. All right, so number one, inform yourself. Number two, inform others. Share that news that you find with others. That's so huge because we truly are the media now. Number three, get active. This is huge. This is so important. In addition to sharing information with others, we've got to get really active. We've got to start being Americans again. And Americans are not, well, for a while we were kind of sitting on our bottoms and not really doing a whole lot, but that's not really true Americans. You know, we are determined people. We are patriotic people and we fight for our freedom in a nonviolent way. I'm going to throw that out there because we've got to do that in these times. I'm not, I'm not promoting any kind of violence, but we certainly need to make sure that we're standing up for our freedom. And that's who Americans are. That's who West Virginians are. Above everything else, that's what West Virginians do. We are survivors. We know the importance of our freedom. We know the importance of living in West Virginia and the United States of America and how fortunate we are. And we aren't going to take that for granted any longer. So getting active, networking with other patriots in your area, find out who they are. Once you start sharing information with others, you're going to start meeting people. And once you meet those people, don't lose touch with them connect with them, start networking with them, start a chat group with them, start meeting once a week, start having phone calls or Zoom meetings or something, but network and connect with them. You don't have to be alone in this. And then attend local meetings, go to your board of education meetings, go to your local political meetings, any kind of political committee meetings that are taking place in your area, your county commission meetings, all city council meetings, get involved, just go get active. And even if you can't do those types of things, just buy flags. I can't tell you how much my husband and I took a drive over the weekend and I can't tell you how many American flags we saw. And it was just so eye-opening. Like, it just was so much more obvious. You know, we've always seen American flags. But now, it's a symbol. It's truly a symbol that we are using to sh show other West Virginians, to show other Americans that we are proud to be citizens of West Virginia and of the United States of America. So buy flags and put them everywhere. We've put little flag decals on our vehicles now. We've put things down in our mailbox now. We're about to add more flags to our trash collection bin at the end of our road. We're gonna put a flagpole up at the end of our driveway with an American flag on it. Get that flag out there because that is truly a symbol of our freedom and it lets others know, look, 
That's an American patriot right there. When we're driving down a West Virginia country road and we see all the flags, look, that is a West Virginia patriot right there. So get flags and get them everywhere. Get them up. We've been silent for way too long and we've got to stop doing that. It's time to speak up. It's time to speak out. It's time to unite with other West Virginians and with other American patriots. Inform yourself. Inform others. Share that news. Get active. And then number four, work towards local impact. That is truly where it begins. It sounds kind of overwhelming, to be honest, because I've heard this quite a few times for several months now. I keep hearing this, especially from General Flynn, his Telegram channel. He says this a lot. Local impact makes a national difference, is what he says all of the time. And I didn't quite get it, but I'm starting to understand the power of that, the truth in that. It seems like, you know, what can I do? What can I do as a citizen of Grant County? Truly, how am I going to make an impact on anything? I'm just one person in a tiny little county in a small state. But you know what? That is so much more powerful than you think. You may just be one citizen in a county in a small state, but truly, if you get active, if you research, if you share news, if you get involved, you can have a huge impact. It's like a snowball. It's like a wave. It starts out small and you might not see it right away, but as it builds, as it continues, it gets stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger and other things come into your influence, into the changes that you're making and it just grows in intensity. And before you know it, you have been the catalyst for a huge change, not just in your area, not just in your state, but in our country. And that is what it's all about. So we've got to work towards local impact. And I'll tell you a personal experience I had recently with this that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't seeking this opportunity. I wasn't seeking this responsibility, truly. It just kind of happened. It just was put in place. And and I'm going to say I believe God put it in place. But I have two sons in school And my youngest son in 10th grade brought an assignment to me one evening. Of course, this was back in June when school was still in. Brought an assignment to me one evening. And I was shocked by what he was being asked to do in his health class. It was more than eye-opening. It was an assignment about four pages long. Part of it had to do with LGBTQ stuff, which I'm not a supporter of. I'll just be honest. Part of it was that. But a whole nother part of it was sex education information that was beyond just factual. I don't have a problem with respectful, factual information in that area. I do understand that, obviously, teenagers need to be aware. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is when the school system tends to think that they have a right to teach my child about things that is truly my responsibility to teach them, not the school's responsibility. The assignment was vulgar to say the least. And so I stood up about it. I posted on Facebook. I posted both on my own page and in a local chat group that's online that has a couple thousand members in it. And boy, oh boy, I got more um, action than I was anticipating because there was a lot of comments being made about my post. And then also I shared a an image of one of the sheets, one of the pages of the worksheet. I shared an image of that and it created somewhat of a locally viral post, 
where a lot of people engaged in the discussion. And, and, you know, we have to be aware that when we put something like that out there, there's going to be pro and there's going to be con. People are going to be for it and people are going to be against it. But it basically started a conversation that needed to happen in my small community because parents are so busy working, providing for their family, dealing with all of the stress of the way that our world is now that I think oftentimes we kind of just, I know I did this and I was even an educator in the past and I still did this where I just kind of, you know, trusted that, okay, my kid's going to school, they're getting an education. The curriculum is appropriate. Boy, oh boy, that's not something to take for granted or to assume. Let me just tell you that. So basically this was brought to my attention. I brought it to the attention of my community and it ended up connecting me with several local parents and honestly local connections that I wasn't even aware were there. So now my circle has grown. I know more people who feel the way that I do and who want their freedom just as badly as I do and who want to have an appropriate education for their children, who want their children to learn about the great things that this nation stands for and the importance of our freedom and our constitution. And that was a huge blessing out of this. But In addition to meeting these other individuals, I went and presented to the local Board of Education. And I'll say that the Board of Education knew I was coming. I called and spoke with the principal of the school that my my child attends, let him know that I was not pleased with this teacher and with this assignment. And he assured me that it came from the book, you know, the, the book that was the health book that was supposed to be used. I went to the Board of Education meeting and they were ready for me. They were ready to tell me that, well, hey, look, you signed this syllabus at the beginning of the year, so you can't say anything. And I think it's because they kind of assumed from my Facebook post that I was going to be a loud and maybe combative person to come speak to them, but that's not how I approached it. I basically looked up West Virginia Board of Education curriculum and content standards, and I found in there what is required for 10th graders to learn in their health curriculum. And I looked at how that related to the assignment that my, my child was given. I looked online at the online textbook and I found that the assignment he was given was not from any portions of the textbook that I could find online. I mean, it went all the way up to chapter 22 and his assignment was from chapter 24. So I took that information along with my Grant County Board of Education policy, you know, the policy that our board has regarding, you know, teaching of curriculum and adoption of curriculum. And I took all of that information and I went and presented that information very quickly. You only get five minutes to the Board of Education. And you know what happens when you take facts to them? They have nothing they can say. There was nothing they could say. All they could do was apologize and admit that mistakes had been made, that that the ball had been dropped and that they're going to do better. Now, are they going to do better? I don't know. I hope so. I can guarantee you I'll be watching to make sure that changes are made. But basically, the teacher took it upon herself to utilize chapters of the curriculum that were not approved by the Grant County Board of Education. So it was the teacher who decided to send this information, this you know worksheet grouping out to students without the approval of the Grant County Board of Education. So basically... I'm just trying to share with you how you may need to get very involved locally, and that is a wonderful thing. That's, it's not something to be intimidated by. It's not something to be overwhelmed by. Start small. Start very small. And just utilize the principles of common sense, of fact-based 
discussion because there's nothing you can say. If you're coming at the situation with facts, if you're coming at the situation well-informed, if you're coming at the situation with the Constitution on your side, there's nothing that can refute that. So don't be afraid, don't be intimidated to get active and to, to work towards local impact in your area. That's what we've got to do. That's how we're truly going to see the change. Because getting involved in that single focus for me to basically do something to ensure that my son was not going to be exposed to critical race theory or to any of these other truly damaging and indoctrinating mindsets that are being pushed on our on our students and that's a whole other episode there the things that's going on in the education system and in the education unions like the National Education Association that that's a whole nother episode and we'll, we'll do that in the future. But basically just getting involved in that one thing has connected me to so much else. And that's, it's that snowball. It just, it starts small and it grows. So we can have a huge impact because it's going to start in your County. It's going to start right in your area, in your district. Maybe if there's multiple districts in your County, you can start in your district and that may spread to your County and that may spread to your region. And then from your region, the state, that's how we do it. It's a snowball. It's one tiny thing that builds and grows and becomes stronger and stronger until we have a huge impact. That's how we're going to do it. Patriots. So I think that pretty much sums up what I wanted to share with you guys today. It's really been on my mind. It's been heavy on my heart to make sure that everyone knows you've got to be informed, but I know I've talked about that before. So that wasn't the most important part of this, but it, it certainly was something I wanted to share. Be informed. Truly what I wanted to share is share that news with others. Speak out, share what you're learning, share what you're finding out with others because they may not know yet. You may be what helps them wake up to what's truly going on in our in our state and our country. And then get active, get involved, put out American flags, put out West Virginia flags, do whatever you can. Go sit in on board meetings. Go sit in on city council meetings. You don't have to speak if you don't want to. Just get involved. Just having citizens there is impactful because half of these meetings occur without anyone even being there to witness what's going on. And then work towards local impact because that local impact can have a huge significant impact as it continues to build and grow and it will build and grow. You may be the one who speaks up and helps others feel free to do the same. Perhaps there's others in your community feeling the way you're feeling, but they don't have connections with information. They're not listening to podcasts. They're not getting online. They don't have access to things like Telegram or, or some of these other search engines that don't filter the content to what they want it to be. Great search engines like brave.com. They may not know about those things. So you sharing that news can be what helps them wake up and find access to that really important information and resources. There you go. Four things that you can do right now to make a huge impact to support us keeping our freedom, to make West Virginia great, and to continue until we make our nation great again. I do want to give one quick shout out. 
I just found this. Matter of fact, this Telegram channel just started yesterday, but I wanted to make sure that everyone listening to the podcast knows about it because it's so important. And it's something that you can do right now to get active. And you can certainly research, find out information about this channel, share it with others, and get active within this channel. So on Telegram, there is now a West Virginia audit channel. Every state in our nation is working towards having a channel on Telegram where Patriots within that state can get together, get united, and discuss the importance of having a full forensic audit in their state. This truly is something that needs to happen in every single state of our country. I mean, did Trump win in our state? Yes, he won in our state by a landslide. But that doesn't mean that there wasn't corruption in our, in our election. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't make sure that everything happened the way that it was supposed to happen in our election. And if it didn't, if there are areas that, that are identified that need to be addressed, then we know and we can then address it. But if we don't look at it, if we don't audit with a full forensic audit, how will we know? We can't truly have confidence in our election system in this state unless we are able to know what occurred during the 2020 election, what occurs in our elections, and how our state runs its election system. So it's truly important that every state is audited. And there is a West Virginia audit channel on Telegram. I'll share that in the show notes. I'll also share that in the West Virginia Patriot Telegram channel so that you can join that channel on Telegram. All right, Patriots, thanks so much for joining us today. I hope that this information was helpful. I look forward to sharing additional episodes with you in the future, including two great interviews I have coming up. One is going to be regarding how veterans in West Virginia are feeling about the state of our nation. So I hope you'll join me for that episode. If you liked today's episode, be sure to check out other episodes of Mountain State Patriot. This podcast is available on most popular podcast hosting platforms. Be sure to let your friends know about us too, and subscribe to get notifications when new episodes are uploaded. I also want to invite you to reach out to me if you have comments or questions about today's topics. You can leave a recorded voice message by visiting the Anchor webpage of this podcast at anchor.fm backslash mspatriot. Or you can email me at mspatriotpodcast at protonmail.com. Until next time, Patriots, stay connected and remember, we're in this together.